Monday, believe it or not, already 12th of February. February, yeah, there it is. Boy, it was a long night last night. Uh, welcome aboard, Dave Schumacher. Here's Axe on the other end, punching all the buttons. And uh, the Super Bowl is in the can. The off season starts. Yeah, it's off season long starts. Winter. I already got a, right after the game last night, I got a ESPN update and it says, uh, you know, look at our early power rankings for next year's NFL season and game <laughs> wasn't even over for 30 minutes yet. Yeah, and they're always already planning for next year. I I don't know. This city I golly that Mahomey, he you just knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I mean never bet against him. You know, coming out of halftime. That's right. I told my wife I said San Francisco's giving him too many tries, too many chances. He's going to come back and win this thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had that extra point. You know, the kid hadn't, what, missed 60 of many years or this year or something, what, some big stupid number, and they blocked it. Uh, and that turned out to be the game-losing point, technically, because they would have uh, won it by one in regular time. Had he uh, caught hit that, so oh well, that's why they play him. But pretty good game. I don't know. Uh, we can talk about it a little bit later. But the commercials. I don't know. Was there any? I didn't um, really see anything that really. You know, I just. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if there was any. There was. I, was, I, like, I, 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 I like those uh, ones where it's. I think it's a e e trade maybe where they have the talking babies. Oh, with and the little was, kids? Yeah, and he was playing yeah, tennis. That's I cute. like those. Those were yeah. always cute, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was kind of cute. Um, what's his uh, Themu or whatever that shopping network thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no idea, yeah. Um, boy, that wasn't cheap. And then that Kennedy political commercial. I don't know that there's – has there ever been – a pl- uh, political commercial in the middle um, of the game? I don't know. I saw that he actually know. he tweeted out last night that he said that wasn't actually from his campaign. So I'm not sure who put that out or who paid for it. But he said last night really? it wasn't. Yeah, it was not him that did it. I'll be darned. Well, somebody supported him for some big ticket because, I mean, those things aren't cheap. Were they million something a pop or something? Um, I, yeah, I something like that. Who yeah, would've... it's pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, other than, nothing that really. I was kind of bummed on the Clyde, on the Budweiser thing, a little Clydesdale thing. What was that? Ten seconds long? If that, yeah. Where he was, they were walking in the snow, pulling in. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just didn't. Some of them I didn't even know what they were. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That's why they do them. And I guess you either make it or break it. You put them out there. Uh, we'll take a look at what's going on in the markets as well. We'll talk more about that football game, see what's going on uh, in reactions to it this morning. Weather-wise, I guess it all stayed to the south of us last night. I, don't, I saw some warnings on television about some of the southern counties. Uh, nothing appeared here, though, I don't think. I didn't. We, not that I heard anything about. So, anyway, we'll get started and find out what's going on. Let's head to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Good morning, everyone. It is currently 34 degrees outside at 509, weather and sports coming up. But first, here's what's happening now. Former St. Louis Alderman Jeffrey Boyd was transferred from prison to a residential reentry program. 
A federal inmate tracker shows Boyd is in custody of the St. of the St. Louis Residential Reentry Management Field Office, which supervises people who have been released from prison and are serving time on home confinement or in halfway houses. Boyd, along with former Board of Aldermen President Lewis Reed and former Alderman John Collins Muhammad, were all convicted in a federal bribery case in 2022. Last month, the judge denied Boyd's request for a reduction in his three-year sentence. Boyd argued he was eligible for the sentencing reduction because a federal commission that calculates sentencing that ranges recommended to a reduction for inmates such as Boyd who had no criminal history. The Major K Squad is asking for the public's assistance in finding three persons of interest in the Cahokia Heights murder. Persons of interest have been identified as 21-year-old Nico Gorey of Cahokia Heights, 19-year-old Terrence Stevenson of East St. Louis, and 19-year-old Jermon Williams of Belleville. They are wanted in the murder of Bradford Reedus on February 6th in the 700 block of Mildred Avenue. Police say these individuals should be considered armed and dangerous. Anyone with any information should contact the Major K Squad at 618-332-4277 or Crime Stoppers at 866-371-TIPS. A judge ruled that a former St. Louis police officer was not guilty of assault, <clears throat> excuse me, for shooting a suspected carjacker back in 2018, ruling that he acted in self-defense. More from KTRS's Jim Fairchild. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reports that Judge John T. Byrd wrote that the shooting by Matthew Ernisi was, quote-unquote, objectively reasonable given the circumstances. Ernisi chased the suspect into an alley and claimed the man reached into his waistband and tried to take the officer's gun. But prosecutors contend that Ernisi recklessly shot an unarmed suspect who was struck in the back of the thigh and arm. The suspect survived and was sentenced in 2019 to 11 years in prison for two separate carjackings. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. The owner of a pet therapy ranch in Franklin County is due to make a court appearance this week on animal abuse charges. 54-year-old Nisha Chand and of Goat and Bunny Ranch Pet Therapy is charged with animal abuse and animal neglect. This comes after authorities found multiple animals living in inhumane conditions and several other dead on the property on Picklesford Road last month. Authorities say many of the animals were outside with any shelter during the extreme cold. Nine animals were found dead, including a dog inside of a camper. The 45 surviving animals were rescued and taken to Paws SOS of Franklin County. Shand is scheduled for a court hearing on Tuesday. Schnooks is recalling ground beef sold at its DePere store. The affected beef products may contain pieces of plastic. It was sold on Saturday before 4 p.m. with the sell date by February 11th. Customers who purchased the ground beef during this time frame should return it full for a full refund or an exchange. Time now is 5:12. Taking a look at the KTRS forecast today: rain mixed with wet snowflakes later this morning. High of 38 degrees outside today. Tonight partly cloudy with an overnight low of 32, and tomorrow sunny with a high of 50. It's currently 34 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to the sports desk, we we touched on it this morning already, but the Kansas City Chiefs won their second straight Super Bowl, beating the San Francisco 49ers in overtime 25-22. It also marks two straight titles for the former Missouri Tigers, Nick Bolton and Blaine Gabbert. The Blues came out of the All-Star break with two straight wins over the weekend. 
They blew out the Canadians 7-2 to yesterday. The note are above the uh, cut line. And the last team in the Western Conference playoffs at the moment. St. Louis City SC played the New York Red Bulls to a 2-2 draw to close out the preseason trip in the Coachella Valley. City wraps up exhibition play on Thursday against Louisville. Mizzou, SLU, and Illinois basketball all suffered losses over the weekend. The winless Missouri Tigers won't be on the hardwood again until Saturday when they travel to Ole Miss. That game starts at 7 p.m. right here on the Big 550. That'll do it from the Sports Desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. The Big 550 KTRS starts another broadcast day. Thankful to be in America. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night. Fifteen on this Such Monday morning, twelfth of February. Cows. Zach, is that any better? We got a little technical thing going on here. I guess we're going to find out. All right, there you go. I think we're <laughs> we're we're back on a little bit, a little closer anyway yeah, than that's we better were. Better than what it was, yeah. Absolutely. So once again, welcome aboard. Yeah, the game is in the can, and uh, we talked a little, just a little bit about it there a minute ago about the commercials. I don't know. I didn't see the. I don't remember seeing the price for this year. Uh, for, boy, there must be a. For commercials, for it was for thirty second spot. It was seven million dollars. Seven million for mm-hmm. a thirty second spot. Yep. Okay. Now that one company had three. That <laughs> Themu or Themu, yeah, it looked like what was that? Like a Amazon? It looked like kind of like an Amazon shopping. Yeah, thing. some kind of online yeah. shopping thing. So they might have got a little discount for buying three. So you they go twenty million dollars off for each one. Yeah. So give or take twenty million bucks. How do you, how do you, I don't know. How does, even some of those commercials, some of them were stuff that I didn't, I don't have even have any idea what they were mm-hmm. to spend that kind of money. Um, the other one that I, I was wondering a little bit about was, and they're on regular TV and they're on in the Super Bowl and, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with, I, I have no issue with it, was the one about Jesus. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say who who's paying for it. It's just a simple message. You uh, know, was that the, the sheet washing one or whatever? Well, no, there there was one. There, well, maybe it was. There was one of those. But anyway, it says Jesus is there for you. That's basically the message. Okay. But at that kind of money, <laughs> who, who's backing that thing? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, seven, uh, seven million for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, I'm all about the message. I have no problem with the message or anything. I was just wondering, at that kind of money, how how did some of those, you know, I can understand it on a, even on a, on, even like Budweiser. Mm-hmm. How I can't can you? I don't know how you justify. It's all about product name. I understand that. But how much product do you have to sell to get your $7 million back? I don't know. Especially when a Bud Light doesn't cost that much, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well it's beside how many, more do you, how many more do you have to sell in the future than you sold in the past mm-hmm. to justify that name recognition? Or is it all about just having your name in the Super Bowl? I don't know. Just little things. I, I was waiting to see the Farmer Dave commercial, but... Well, KTRS asked me about that. They mm-hmm. they were talking about putting one in there uh, for this show. Yeah. And I said, boys, you don't have to do that. We've already got all the name recognition we go. can get. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So I said, don't worry about that. Uh, we're getting a couple messages on the text line this morning. Always good to hear from the listeners. 84126. Uh, Don says, I was watching a special on Taylor Swift yesterday and a football game broke out. <laughs> I will say the first three quarters i i we actually talked about this last night i said i i didn't think they showed her too much you know well, no, they were while. losing uh, yeah and then the fourth quarter it was yeah they started they showing her show, a decent amount yeah yeah they didn't show taylor after kelsey thumped the coach <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well, not a good look reed, there reed didn't see that coming i don't think mm-hmm. I, it kind of caught him off guard uh but Kelsey ended up kind of coming back at the end and being the being one of the stars. So anyway, football, it's over. Let's just let it go. Uh can Dave explain GMO versus non-GMO grain pricing? Uh and number two, does Dave know where a guy can get an old parking meter? Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask. Zach, I have an auction going on right now for the city of Belleville. And I have 300 parking meters being sold one at a time. 300 parking meters? 300 parking meters. Uh, The city of Belleville took the the parking meters out because most of them didn't work anyway. And you just get totally frustrated trying to jam a nickel into that thing that wouldn't. It was jammed up. Somebody had jammed it with a slug or something. But Mm -hmm. you couldn't. They wouldn't work. Or you put money in and it didn't register. And it got to be a nightmare. And then... It, to have somebody driving around collecting that money out of those little boxes all the time, uh, they just decided to take them down. So they took all the parking meters in Bevel. There was actually 550 of them. Uh, we picked out about 300 of them that uh, we think are they're not work. I mean, we don't know if they work or they don't work. We didn't test them. We're selling them as a parking meter. Uh, but anyway, we're selling them one at a time. They're online on an online auction. And we're selling the... the uh, Christmas decorations, the Santa Clauses and the candy canes and the snowmen that they used to hang on the streetlights in downtown Belleville in days gone by. Oh, that's Belleville not, yeah. nostalgia. Uh, so, yeah, it's online. You can go to SchumacherAuctions.com, and that'll get you to uh, the website. Uh, High Bid's got the uh, run in the auction for us, and it runs till Friday. So if you're in the market for a parking meter to put somewhere, like in your driveway or some people put them in their bathroom trying to be cute, but 
Anyhow, if you need a uh, parking meter, there you go. Now you know where to get one. Uh, let's run over to the markets. Karn, uh, end of the Friday session, a penny off the lows, which uh, new life of contract lows for the market. Uh, at the end of the day, the board was 3 to $0.04 cents lower. March futures were down 13, from 13 for the week. December corn was down by $0.08 cents for the week and had set new lows for the move, but is still above the $4 mark. Um, looks like global updates from the WAOB had uh, world corn production at 3.16 million metric ton lower. Uh, that came off of a 3 million metric ton cut to Brazil. Uh, March corn closed at 429, down 4. May was at 441, down 3. July at 450, down Three and a half cents a bushel. Overall, on the overnight trade, we're about a penny higher right down the board. March at 4.30. May's at 4.42, down one and a quarter. July's at 4.52, down one and a quarter. September's at 4.58, down three quarters. And December, new crop at 4.68, down a half cent a bushel. Overall, on the soybeans, they fell into the weekend as well. Pretty well, all the markets under the $12 mark now. Front month contracts were 9 to 10 cents lower at the end of Friday's trading. March down by 5 cents for, and, uh, for the week, and November was down 7 cents. Soy meal futures ended the day 220 to 240 a ton lower. Uh, that left the March contracts at a net weekly loss of $10 a ton. The March closed at 11.83, down a dime. May at 11.90, down 9. And July soybeans at 11.99, down 9.5 cents a bushel. Over on the overnight, we're coming back a little bit higher. Uh, March is up 5 at 11.88. May is at 11.94, up 4 and 3 quarters. It hit 11.97, couldn't hold on. And couldn't break back through the $12 mark. July 12.04, up 4.5. It's the only board number above the $12 mark. November new crop at 11.65. That is up two, and January trading at eleven seventy-five, up two and a quarter cents overall in the wheat trade. We were a little bit higher on Friday. March was up eight at five ninety-six. July new crop at six oh one, up three and three quarters. Over on the overnight, we're giving it all back. March is down a nickel at five ninety-one, and July new crop at five ninety-five, down six. And December at six fifteen, down six. And a quarter cents. Coming up on 524 on this Monday morning, we'll take a quick break. Come back, take a look at the livestock and that forecast right after this. Looking for a new kitchen or bathroom? Call me, Anne Marie Bogus, the co host of the Inside Out Show and owner and designer of Anne Marie Design Studio. Visit our website at annemariestudio.com. We can help you make your dream space a reality. We're a fine kitchen and bath boutique located in Wildwood. Our showroom phone number is 636-821-3395. And again, our website is annemariestudio.com. Let's turn your kitchen or bath into the dream reality with Anne Marie Design Studio. Since 1884, February is the month which we recognize the contributions of the professionals who represent taxpayers. Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. Since 1976, Capital Advisory Group has been representing and saving our clients money year after year. Give us a call at 636-394-5524 or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 525, we'll take a look at that forecast in a minute. Let's run over to the livestock trade. Fat cattle futures closed 
in the black on Friday, though off the session highs and uh, five to twenty five cent gains. That left the uh, April at a net two ninety seven gain for the week. Uh, USDA's wholesale box beef prices were mixed on Friday afternoon with the $0.97 cent drop in the choice, a $0.96 cent increase for selects. Weekly beef output was cited at 519.9 million pounds with 622,000 head. That compares to 536.8 uh, off of uh, 367,000 head last week and 6% higher or three-quarters of a percent higher uh, on the uh, on the slaughter numbers, February cattle closed at one eighty four sixty two up eighty five, April at one eighty six seventy two up fifteen, June at one eighty three ninety seven up twenty five, March feeders closed at two forty seven fifteen up thirty, and April feeders closed at two fifty one seventy seven, down fifteen cents. Over in the pork complex, hogs closed uh, a little bit higher when it was all said and done, anywhere from twelve to eighty cents. That uh, uh, still had the April with a net weekly drop of 267. Cutout futures were unchanged, 90 cents higher on Friday. USDA's national pork cutout or carcass value was 85.97 on Friday afternoon. Uh, looks like the numbers we produced 570.4 million pounds. That was 2.8 percent lower for the week. That was up 6.7 percent year over year. Hog number down six. 2.6% for the week at 2 million and 2.6 million head. February hogs closed at 7367 up 37. April at 8115 up 80 in the February cutouts at 8470 up 90 cents. 527 on the mark on this Monday morning. Let's run over to the weather desk, find out what we got coming our way. You see a little mixed stuff yet today. Still a, still a chance of it. Looks like the, most of that snow did just move south of us, but it, they, we still have a chance of that mixture of rain and snow today. High of 40, uh, 41 degrees today. Uh, that mixture should be moved out by about 3 p.m. this afternoon if we do get hit. We'll keep an eye on it throughout the morning. Low of 30 degrees overnight tonight. Sunny tomorrow with a high of 50 degrees. Mostly clear Tuesday night with a low of 35. Wednesday, sunny with a high of 60 and a low of 45 on Wednesday night. Thursday, it's going to be sunny again with a high of 55, cooling off to a low of 35 degrees on Thursday night. And for Friday, starting out partly sunny with a slight chance of a shower Friday afternoon, high of 44 degrees. Chance of rain overnight Friday into Saturday morning with a low of 26 degrees. Saturday, mostly sunny, high of just 39. Mostly clear Saturday night with a low of 25. And on Sunday, Sunny again with a high of 48. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks, Zach. I'm showing 32 degrees here in rural Belleville. Winds are coming in out of the northeast at 6 miles an hour. Visibility is at 10 miles. Sun up at 655 and sundown this afternoon at 535. Coming up on the bottom of the hour, we'll take a break for some news. We'll come back and take a look at what happened at the hay auction on Saturday. Some of the news in the world of agriculture. We'll be right back. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're here for all of life's wins. Like when you get a new car, or a new boat, or a new driver, or when your son moves out, but your mom moves in, or you find out you're expecting again, or when one rental property turns into two, then 20, or you realize they're all in Tornado Alley. Life is full of life events, so call your Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance agent or visit MOFBinsurance.com to find an agent near you. 
and we'll make sure you have the right coverage for each of life's wins. If you're farming and not using farm credit, you're leaving money on the table. They have so many programs that are tailored to farmers and add up to just a great experience. My name is Nicole Lanham. We grain farm, mostly corn and soybeans. My husband Matt and I have been farm credit members for 10 years. We transitioned from a traditional bank. The application process was streamlined and Farm Credit was able to consolidate them into fewer loans with a lower interest rate, so it was a no-brainer. I'm a big fan of the free rate conversion. There's no fees, there's no new appraisals. You just sign a piece of paper and they tell you what your new lower payment is and something that really sets farm apart from other lenders. With Patronage, they show you how much it effectively lowers your interest rate every year, and it's usually around 1%. So even if your loan is technically the same as a bank, you're really getting more value at Farm Credit. Join your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Denev for Carmina Burana. This epic work delivers goosebumps with its songs of joy, love, and celebration. Experience Stefan's Trilogy of Fate, featuring evocative music by Arvo Pert, Lara Auerbach, and Richard Wagner. February 17th and 18th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. The Pentagon says Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is back in the hospital and that he transferred the duties of his office to his deputy. ABC's M. Wynn has more. This is Secretary Austin's second hospitalization this year. He's been admitted to the critical care unit at Walter Reed Army Medical Center, described as something similar to an intensive care unit. The Pentagon says Austin was admitted for a bladder issue. His doctors also said his cancer prognosis remains excellent. There's celebration in Israel. Two men being held hostage by Hamas were freed in a raid. Both are now being checked at hospitals. Hamas says dozens of people were killed. A woman entered the celebrity pastor Joel Osteen's church in Houston and produced a long gun. She was shot dead by police. Two other people, including a five-year-old boy with the shooter, were hurt. And the Super Bowl, for the second time ever, reached overtime. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22. This is ABC News. It's 34 degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. Another suspect is facing charges in the shooting of a teenage girl in Alton. 24-year-old Keith Sanders of Alton has been charged on several counts, including attempted first-degree murder in the shooting that critically injured a 13-year-old on February 3rd. Last week, Alvin Perry and Rashawn Colvin, both 19, were charged on several counts, including attempted first-degree murder. Police say the girl was standing on the front porch of a home along Highland Avenue when she was shot. Prosecutors say they don't believe she was the intended target. Another juvenile is the victim of gun violence. Police say 16-year-old boy was walking to a bus stop in downtown St. Louis over the weekend when he was shot at the intersection of 14th and Spruce. The teen remains in stable condition. There's no word on a motive or of any arrests. This is the eighth juvenile to be shot in St. Louis this year already. Former St. Louis Alderman Jeffrey Boyd was transferred from prison to a residential reentry program. KTRS's Jill Enders has the story. A federal inmate tracker shows Jeffrey Boyd is in the custody of the St. Louis Residential Reentry Management Field Office which supervises people who have been released from prison and are serving time on home confinement or in halfway houses. 
Boyd, along with former Board of Aldermen President Louis Reed and former Alderman John Collins Mohammed, were all convicted in a federal bribery case back in 2022. Last month, a judge denied Boyd's request for a reduction in his three-year sentence. Boyd argued he was eligible for the sentencing reduction because a federal commission that calculates sentencing ranges recommended a reduction for inmates such as Boyd, who had no prior criminal history. Jill Enters, KTRS News. In a just-published study, St. Louis researchers have discovered passageways to clear fluid waste from the brain. Details from KTRS's Jim Fairchild. Scientists at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis have found passageways that connect the brain to vessels that carry fluid waste out of and away from the brain. The newly discovered anatomical structures found in mice and people are like tiny gates that allow waste to leave the brain and enter the lymphatic vessels where immune cells monitor it for signs of danger or infection. The researchers say they've identified a previously unknown route that immune cells can use to access the brain in diseases driven by inflammation, and that can help lead to new drugs for neuroinflammatory diseases. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. It's 34 degrees outside at 534. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. Hi, I'm Mark Cantor with Cantor Injury Law. I have lived and worked here in Missouri my entire life. My beautiful wife, Amy Cantor, and I have been married for 30 years, and we raised our three awesome children right here. I am an avid hunter and fisherman. I'm for Missouri and America, and I'm a lawyer. As I said, my law firm is Cantor Injury Law. We have the only injury law firm retreat center in America right here in Warrington, Missouri, called Canterland. We love our dogs, guns, ATVs, horses, chickens, goats, and the countryside. At Cantor Injury Law, we want to help you win. If you have a serious injury caused by the negligence of another on the roadways or at work, we will fight hard to maximize your financial recovery. So don't take a little dough. Get the big bucks. Get Cantor Injury Law. CantorInjuryLaw.com, 314-628-9999. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. 535 on this Monday morning, 12th of February. Well, believe it or not, the planting season is just around the corner, and everybody's making plans. You're buying seeds, you're bulking your fertilizer, you're getting your your fuel tanks all filled up and ready to go. And then there's always that machine that broke down and needs some repair and you know it needs to be done and you're sitting at the breakfast table this morning thinking i i just don't know if i can get through it the pressures of the industry putting pressure on you make you feel overwhelmed or hopeless well there is help you can call or text the helpline yeah the farm family resource initiative helpline if you're a farmer or farm family member in need of some support you can call the or text the helpline at 833 farm sos you'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressure of grain and livestock farming, and there is no cost to call. You can even email the counselors if you'd like at Farm Family Resource Helpline at mhsil.com. Everyone needs someone to talk to. And as we said, if you're that farmer or farm family member in need of some support to get you through the day, call or text the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS. Brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. What makes SWIC your first choice? Is it our affordable tuition, convenient locations, and online classes? Or the advanced training options in technical education, health science, and more? 
Whatever it is, Southwestern Illinois College can train you for an exciting career or help you prepare for university. Visit swic.edu and take a tour today. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 537 as we get started on this Monday morning. Let's run over to the weather desk. Zach, folks are heading out the door. What do you got? 34 degrees outside right now. Most of that snow just stayed south of us. We still have a chance of some of that wintry mix later this uh, morning. That should be moved out by about 3 p.m. Little to no accumulation possible if we do get hit with that snow. We'll keep an eye on it throughout the morning. High of just 40 degrees today. Gradual clearing overnight tonight with a low of 30. Plenty of sun for the rest of the week. Sunny tomorrow, high of 51 degrees and a low of 35 on Tuesday night. Sunny and 60 on Wednesday with a low of 30. Uh, 45 on Wednesday night, mostly sunny again on Thursday with a high of 55, starting to cool off a little bit on Friday with a high of 44 degrees, mix of sun and clouds throughout Friday. On Saturday, cooling off high of just 39 degrees and mostly clear Saturday night with a low of 25. And on Sunday, sunny with a high of 48. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. And it looks like we are at uh, 32 degrees here in rural Belleville. That wind's still coming in out of the north at 6. Sun up at 6.55 and sundown at 5.35 this afternoon. Let's run over to the hay auction on uh, Saturday up at the Hamilton Hay Auction. Had a big run of hay. Uh, market was a little softer this week uh, than last week. Let's go to the small squares first. Um, alfalfa had over 700 of those, anywhere from 550 to $9 a bale. There were 300 uh, bales of some really, really nice green alfalfa brought up right at that $9 mark. Had mixed grass, 600 bales of that at 250 to 610 a bale. Uh, straw, it was a little softer this week, brought two to four dollars a bale, had a lot of it, 428 bales there. Alfalfa grass, about 100 of those, 490 to 550. Uh, over around the round bales, had a big run of round bales this week. On the mixed grasses, there was over 200 of those. They brought 42 to $89 a bale. And there again, there's just a big variation in those grass bales as far as uh, the kinds of grass and how they were put up. Had a short load of millet, brought $37 a bale. Straw brought 21 to 40 There was 75 of those big rounds of straw. Alfalfa had 50 bales at 58 to 87 uh, some uh, short load of wet wrapped alfalfa at eighty one dollars. Uh, short load of corn stalks at twenty eight to thirty five. Over on the three by threes by eights, yeah, we had a big run of those about uh, over three hundred. One hundred and fifty five of alfalfa brought seventy eight to one eighteen. Uh, alfalfa grass at eighty six to ninety six. Straw at twenty one. Mixed grass, 30 bales at 75. And we had some grinding kind of hay, alfalfa grinding kind of hay at uh, 56 to $73 a bale. So uh, uh, pretty pretty strong market yet. We still we had a big run. And uh, there'll be another sale next week, Saturday morning. You can find out all the details at HamiltonHayAuction.com. USDA is forecasting a fourth quarter uh, of interesting numbers uh, and a fourth year in a row of falling direct government payments to farmers. Gary Crawford with the U.S. Department of Agriculture has the story. 
Back in 2020, the biggest single source of farmer income was direct government payments, which hit an incredible sum, $45.5 billion. By 2022, government payments dropped to $15.5 billion, last year down to 12. And according to USDA's chief economist, Seth Meyer, direct government payments will contract again in 2024, and that gives you an overall kind of direct government payment intervention total there of below the long run average. USDA is now projecting government payments to fall this year by about $2 billion to a bit over $10 billion. That would be about a 16% drop from last year, mostly because of lower supplemental and ad hoc disaster assistance expected this year. Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So we'll see where that all ends up by the end of the year. Well, the um, dicamba argument continues. Um, American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval sent a letter to the EPA asking that the agency allow farmers to use existing dicamba stocks for the upcoming season. If you remember last uh, week, a Arizona court vacated the registration of three dicamba products critically important, important for farmers in fighting resistant weeds and Many of the farmers already had the seed, had the chemical, had everything already bought and actually on hand in some cases. And now they're being told they can't use it. The uh, American Farm Bureau is asking EPA to an issue an existing stock order to ensure dicamba remains available to farmers throughout the growing season. Basically, what they're asking is if they have it already bought and in stock, can they use it? Duval says we are committed to safe use of all crop protection tools, and they're going to wait and see where that goes and whether or not they can get it done. Led by a record-shattering performance in Mexico and broad-based growth elsewhere, U.S. pork exports set a value record in 23. Data shows December pork exports rose 10% from the prior year to 268,000 metric tons. That's the largest since May of 21 and the eighth largest on record. Export value increased 11% to $766 million, also the highest since May of 21 and the third highest on record. The strong December pushed 23 export value to a record $8.16 billion, 6% higher than 22. Beef exports closed the year on a higher note as well, with December totaling 108 million tons, down 4% year-over-year, year, but the largest level since August. So export numbers definitely helping the market. It is 543. We'll take a real quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome to Camden-on-the-Lake Resort at Lake of the Ozarks, your ideal venue for unforgettable group events in 2024 or 2025. Whether you're organizing corporate events or weddings, we have availability tailored to your needs. Our full lake view suites and newly remodeled guest rooms provide a luxurious stay, and our banquet and meeting spaces offer the perfect backdrop for your event. Contact our sales office at 573-365-5620 to start planning your next extraordinary occasion at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort. Are you living with joint pain? Living with chronic or severe hip or knee pain should not mean giving up the things you love. Pain from arthritis and joint degeneration can be constant or come and go. It's common for patients to try medication and other conservative treatments to treat their knee or hip pain. If you haven't experienced adequate relief with those treatment options, you may be a candidate for a Mako Smart Robotics partial or total knee or hip replacement, which may provide you with relief from your joint pain. 
Signature Orthopedics Dr. Christopher Palmer specializes in robotic hip and knee replacements using a minimally invasive technology to provide patients with relief from arthritis and joint pain. Less invasive means less painful and faster recovery times. Learn more at drpalmerortho.com. You don't have to live with joint pain. Go to drpalmerortho.com to learn more and schedule your appointment and get back to the things you love. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 545 USDA's latest state story report focuses on both topsoil moisture and winter wheat crop condition for the month of January. Rod Bain with the USDA has that story. Featured aspects of the USDA's end-of-January edition of its state stories report, Topsoil Moisture and Winter Wheat Condition. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey starts with topsoil moisture condition ratings. The states that are reporting topsoil moisture, we have seen a marked moistening trend across much of the United States. With Rippey also noting improvement over the past month, in the South and Lower Midwest. Among those 25 or so states that are reporting topsoil moisture at the end of January, we see quite a list that have topsoil moisture where it is now at least 30% surplus. And almost all that list of states is an area that has been affected by drought quite significantly at some point during the summer or autumn of 2023. Led by Ohio at 62% topsoil moisture surplus. If you flip to the dry side, we still have a few pockets of dryness. Many of them are in either the far north or the far southwest parts of the United States. With significant dryness in states such as New Mexico, and Montana. New Mexico, we have had some precipitation there. Some areas have benefited, but still 80% topsoil moisture, very short to short as we approach the end of January. We see Montana leading the north at 68%. North Dakota, right next door, 38%, very short to short. Meanwhile, 14 of 18 major winter wheat reporting states offer data on crop condition for USDA's end of January state stories report. Take-home points from that report include Montana post-mid-January freeze and little snow cover. Montana reports that there was moderate to severe freeze damage on 21% of the crop, 32% of the winter wheat crop reporting light freeze damage, but perhaps more importantly, nearly half of the crop, 47%, there is no observed freeze damage at this point. Based on that, Montana, despite the cold wave in mid-January, seeing an improvement in the overall crop health, at least based on observations, 21% of the crop reported very poor to poor a month ago. That is now 3%. Rippy that other notable month-over-month changes in state winter wheat condition include more than 10 percentage point improvements in the good to excellent categories in four of our reporting states. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. So it sounds like things are shaping up a little bit as we go into spring, especially in some of those really, really dry areas. Uh, Over on the text line, uh, excuse me, (coughs) Ah, oh, must be something in the air this morning, Zach. You're allergic to Mondays, apparently. Uh, boy, that ain't no lie. Uh, boy, if I could get my doctor to write that one up. Uh, let's see, on the text line, wet-wrapped hay. On the, on the hay market there, I talked about wet-wrapped hay. Well, Zach, I know you could handle this one, but I'll, I'll go ahead and can. make it. I'll, let you take I'll, it. I'll get it as quick as I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we bale hay, you cut it, you lay it out there, you let it dry, and when it's dry, you bale it up. 
Well, in today's world and with the technology of today and the equipment of today, they've come out, and this has been going on for some time, it is where they cut it and bale it. They don't dry it. And they wrap it, and you've probably seen them in those big round bales that are white. You know, they'll wrap them in that white plastic. They look like monster marshmallows. Well, they wrap it, and it makes it airtight. And then it's like silage, like it is in a silo. And what they then they just cut that plastic off of them one bale at a time, and they can feed it. And that's what they call wet wrapped hay. The hay was wet when it got when they baled it up and they wrapped it, and that keeps it good when they wrap it like that without it getting air to it. But once you cut the plastic off of it, you got to use it pretty quick because once the air gets to it, it will uh, go bad pretty quick. But uh, makes great feed uh, if you got a way to handle it. Um, Couldn't have said it any better. One of the, yeah. Yep, there you go. Uh, another one wants to know what millet is. When we were talking about the hay, we had some millet hay. Uh, millet is kind of a, uh, it's not a wheat, but it's kind of a, it, it's kind of in that family category. It gives you kind of an idea. It's, uh, uh, they they grow it. it it's got, uh, uh, it's good protein. Uh, they, most people, they'll, they'll harvest it up. Sometimes a lot of them will bale it up. Uh, makes good feed. It's got the grain in it. Uh, the grain heads uh, a lot of times will be in it, uh, in the bales, and makes good cattle feed. We just don't see a lot of it in this part of the country. Uh, every once in a while, we'll catch a bale or two of uh, of millet hay at the uh, at the auction. Uh, can Dave? Can you explain GM? Boy, you folks got a lot of questions this morning. Uh, wondering minds need to know. Uh, Dave, explain GMO versus non-GMO grain pricing. All right, real quick. Uh, say beans are $10. If you grow non-GMO beans, some guys do. Some guys grow both. Uh, Non-GMO beans are a little harder to grow. You got to do other things to keep the weeds out of them. The yields in some cases aren't quite as good because you're battling with the weeds. Um, But there is a market for non-GMO products, and they are willing to pay a little extra to get the farmer to do it. Uh, sometimes there can be a dollar, dollar and a half spread between uh, regular or GMO beans and non-GMO beans uh, at the market. Uh, some markets overseas call for non-GMO, and uh, since there's not very, as near as many of them uh, and not near as many farmers grow them, they're willing to pay a little premium, or I guess should say I guess they have to pay a little extra premium to get them. So that's why there's a difference between GMO and non-GMO products. 551, let's head over to the weather desk. This report brought to you by our friends over at Viviano Heating and Air. What do you got, Zach? Still holding at 34 degrees outside right now. It's going to be cloudy today. Could see that wintry mix still move in uh, later this morning. If we catch any rain, it'll be a a mix of rain and snow that'll be moved out by about 3 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, Looks like it'll be light that most of that snow stayed south of us. So just a light rain and snow possible later this morning into early afternoon. High of 41 degrees today with an overnight low of 30s. Plenty of sun for the rest of the week starting tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 50 degrees on Tuesday with a low of 35 on Tuesday night. Sunny and 60 on Wednesday with a low of 45 on Wednesday night. 55 and sunny on Thursday. Partly cloudy Thursday night with a low of 35. And on Friday, partly sunny to start the day. High of 44 degrees. There is a chance of some rain overnight Friday night into the weekend. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of just 39 degrees. Mostly clear with a low of 25 on Saturday night. And on Sunday, sunny with a high of 48. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. 
All right, thanks, Zach. I'm showing 32 degrees here in rural Belleville. Winds have now switched a little bit to four miles an hour out of the northwest. Uh, Humidity is at 75%, sun up at 655 and sundown this afternoon at 535. Looks like visibility is at 10 miles. Well, we are definitely not out of the woods for winter yet. As much as I would like to think we are, we probably aren't. There's going to be more cold weather, more winter coming our way. And before you know it, yeah, you'll be flipping the switch to the air conditioner. And you know the old system's just about shot. Why don't you call Viviano Heating and Air? Let them come out. Don Viviano and his team have been in business over 30 years. Let them take a look at what you got. They'll tell you if they can get you up and going or whether you need a whole new system. And the advantages of the new systems are they are so much more energy efficient. You've got a 20, 25, 30-year-old furnace and air conditioner. The new ones are so much more energy efficient. Why don't you let them explain all that to you? They're the experts. They know what they're talking about. Don Viviano, as we said, they've been in business over 30 years. They know what they're doing. They only operate on the Illinois side of the river. That's good news for us. That means the trucks are in our neighborhood. Give them a call today. Viviano Heating and Air. That's VivianoAir.com. So you say you crave choices. Have you seen the Cafe Appliance line? Commercial style ranges, unique food storage options, plus quiet, convenient cleanup. With an abundance of features, plus finishes like white or black matte and stainless steel. And now you can get six different beautiful hardware options. Just as your style evolves, your rooms do too. From changing out throw pillows to adding new art, your home is your canvas. Satisfy your appliance cravings with the cafe line at any of the appliance discounter showrooms. Where, as always... Our savings are your savings. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RADIO for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's promo code RADIO. Welcome to Camden on the Lake Resort at Lake of the Ozarks, your ideal venue for unforgettable group events in 2024 or 2025. Whether you're organizing corporate events or weddings... We have availability tailored to your needs. Our full Lakeview suites and newly remodeled guest rooms provide a luxurious stay, and our banquet and meeting spaces offer the perfect backdrop for your event. Contact our sales office at 573-365-5620 to start planning your next extraordinary occasion at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort. Party. All right, something about a football game over the weekend. We're back at it on Monday. Find out what happened, who played, and, of course, the 49ers won. Mark Kilcoin will tell us more. Or did they? Yes. It's Heart Month. We'll talk about that with the Hinkle family. Looking forward to that. We'll fire this thing up at noon, and we got another great week ahead. And we're not going to come in here if you don't listen. John Carney, Julie Buck, weekdays at noon on KTRS, the talk of St. Louis. From ABC News, Wall Street Now, investors are riding the crest of a record performance for the S&P 500. The index closed Friday above 5,000, while the Nasdaq composite added one and a quarter percent. The Dow was the outlier, giving up 55 points Friday to finish the week at 38,672. The Kansas City Chiefs were the winners on the field, but some big-name advertisers are hoping to reap the rewards of the Super Bowl TV audience. Oreos, Pringles, Mountain Dew, Doritos, and M&Ms dominated the advertising lineup. The springtime house hunting season is about to start, and real estate insiders anticipate strong demand will drive up home prices. Redfin chief economist Daryl Fairweather, for example, foresees a 5% jump by the end of 2024. Feeling price pressures from the makers of other electric vehicles, Tesla has temporarily cut the price of some of its Model Y cars. That $1,000 discount is in effect through the end of this month. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 
And the market's down about 33 points. Zach, we got about a minute. Here's your opportunity. Zach's got some really big news. I don't know if we're allowed, are we allowed to talk about it. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Tell them the big news, Zach. Baby Boy Binding is making his debut in July. Woohoo! That is my news. Yep. we uh, You've kept it a secret. McGraw, Rose, they've all kept it a secret, so I appreciate you guys. I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the 6 a.m. hour as well. But, yeah, we uh expecting Baby Boy in uh, July this year. Well, that's great. So congratulations. Thank and you. That's your Thank first, you. right? Yep, first your baby. We're yeah. very excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, your life, is, as you know it, is over. So <laughs> you better enjoy it up till July. There you go. Congratulations, little hockey player on the way. Oh, yeah, skates are we already are, sharp yeah, and we're ready to go. Yeah. No doubt about that. There you go. Current market's about a penny and a quarter higher in the overnight. Beans are up and nickel. We'll keep an eye on the trade. Have updates at 10 and 12. We're out of here. McGraws and Wings, have a great day. We all know about the Joe Biden deepfake robocalls, thousands of them going out to New Hampshire voters telling them to stay home on primary day. Last week, the FCC banned these kinds of calls, just like they banned billions of robocalls over the last three decades. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at LinkedIn.com slash Kim. Despite promise after promise, nobody has been able to stop the robocalls. The New Hampshire deepfake calls amounted to nothing more than an oddity. The voice, sounding a lot like Joe Biden, telling voters to stay home, an attempt to suppress the Trump vote. It didn't work. Yet this past Thursday, the FCC passed even more rules to stop all further AI voice-generated robocalls. And here's what we can do with this new ruling. Stack it up on top of the pile of state and federal rules and laws that have been enacted over the past 30 years. Then let's see if one more will truly make a difference. Join a half a million folks who get my free newsletter at GetKim.com. Going online without ExpressVPN is like changing clothes in front of an open window. You might have nothing to hide, but why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? Without a VPN, your ISP can see every single website you visit and legally sell all this information to tech giants and ad companies. That's why I recommend and use ExpressVPN. With ExpressVPN, your identity is anonymized by a secure server, so your online traffic can't be tracked by your ISP or anyone else. Plus, your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. I love how fast and easy it is to use. Just fire up the app and tap Connect. It works on all your devices 